The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Turning conventional wisdom on its head. on SAFM. Okay, let's focus on matters outside the Gauteng province, as obviously is the inclination when you're based here. You just pick up more content here. Let's cast our net out towards the sea, where a lot of us here in Gauteng will be, actually, just in a short while from now. Buffalo City, I know I spent a lot of time there, both primary, high school, as well as university days. Might have even dabbled with a bit of employment there. But there are challenges there, real challenges. Health on Monday this evening focuses on social determinants of health, the Buffalo City experience. On the line is Dr. Gwanda Nogemana from that part of the world. Dr. Gwanda, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to SAFM. Very recently, you conducted an outreach program at Juju Village just outside King Williamstown. Talk to us about the outreach, what informed it before we talk about the outcomes of that, the successes, but more particularly, we're going to engage the social issues you engage that become, in the result, a health challenge. Let's talk about the Future Village Outreach in general terms. Um, thank you. Thank you once more. Uh, thank you to you listeners as well. Um, I'm Dr. Nakemane, and as said, I'm here on behalf of the district uh, health. What happened was um, we have noticed uh, an increase in number of children uh, being admitted due to severe acute malnutrition around this area, one of its also, particularly from Juju Village. Um, so what happened is um, due to the fact that uh, the rural area is still spread, so it's not easy for people to come for these services to the clinics. So they will only probably bring their kids when they are very sick. So now to bring children or kids under the age of five, just for monitoring, it's very difficult for these families. They will bring them for immunizations, uh, but not just for great monitoring, which also is very crucial. Um, also. Uh, because the growth monitoring informs us that this child is growing well, this child is at the age or the weight that they're supposed to be. But now, due to the fact that it's not easy to access uh, health facilities for most mm. of these communities due to the, uh, the distances they need to travel to just go to the clinic and the queues that they need to um, stand in for a child that is not sick, so most families decide, or most uh, parents will decide that uh, I will only take my child when it's due for innovations or when it's due when they're sick. So this has uh, forced um, a, 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 an increase uh, of these admissions due to malnutrition. So that is what had happened, and then uh, investigation needed to be done to see what is that that is causing this uh, surge of increase in uh, admission of these kids. Um, when it was then investigated, this is what it was found, that they had just not brought in. So now, um, as PCM, there was a strategy meeting to try and address this issue. This is how then the outreach became. Fantastic. Now, the, the, the outreach experience on its own comes, I mean, I'm just listening to you talk about some of the challenges in access to healthcare facilities. Perhaps I should have sort of prefaced by engaging the listeners at home and talking to them about 
the, 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 the core domains of social determinants of health. We're talking about economic stability, education access and its quality, healthcare access and quality, neighborhood and built environment, social and community context. Now, Buffalo City is, if you will, the amalgamation of formerly King Williamstown, East London, and the many communities between, if you like, that stretch of 60 kilometers from coast inland. Very rural, very urban, very peri-urban. So even from a spatial planning and land use, there are many factors that contribute or make up what is now known as Buffalo City with many disparate experiences and community makeups. If your your village lives alongside East London, which at some point, certainly in the mid nineties, had per capita the greatest density of millionaires in the country, would you believe? These disparities, these economic issues, quality of access to education, social and community context, make it a very unique municipality. For instance, if you are engaging the Cape Metro, it wouldn't quite have the challenges that become the challenges that they become from a social determinants of health perspective, purely because of how city of Cape Town is structured, city of Tswane, another metro in comparison to Buffalo City. Just those inherent challenges of distances, the very rural setup, the very urban setup, and the peri-urban setup creates a very unique environment on its own, I would imagine, Dr. Nogemana of Buffalo City, would you not say? What more can you say in relation to the unique challenges, therefore, of this metro? Um, if I could mention um, a few. Mm. Um, there's very high unemployment rate here. Uh, there is alcohol and substance abuse, um, especially on the youth. Not that I'm targeting the young, but uh, if it's I were to mention it, yes, it's a reality. And then, um, unfortunately, when it comes to health, you can also get the increase in treatment defaulting uh, rate, most certainly on TB. Uh, when we look specifically on these areas that you're mentioning now, epilepsy as well was one of the other. Uh, Treatments that have been defaulted by these communities. And then, particularly now, communicating or in connection with this um, uh, increase in children under five being admitted for CVI treatment, we found that children who are admitted in hospital are born uh, of these teenagers who are also affected by these alcohol. So, so sorry, Budgwanda, I'm struggling to hear you. The network is. Um a little iffy at, 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 at best, and, and I'm concentrating far too hard to hear you before I'm even understanding for the purposes of engaging. I'm giving this as an opportunity to the production team, please, to engage. For those who are listening, this is an opportunity to please contribute to the conversation. I think it's an important conversation. Social determinants of health. In other words, the Department of Health deals with what presents as a health issue. But in reality... It's a challenge in society that stems from, in this instance, joblessness and the social problems that are created by joblessness, high youth unemployment, high substance abuse, and whatever challenges that manifest ultimately become health challenges. The fact that the neighborhood and the built environment and the sparse separation, particularly when you're talking about villages like you, you access 
to roads, access to telecommunications is difficult. So the dispatch of emergency services for healthcare purposes, for instance, would be difficult as it would be to leave the point of injury to the point of healthcare access. These created the kinds of challenges that then perhaps read as poor or low level of public health scores. But in reality, it's not per se a health issue more than it is. A social issue, which is why we are talking about social determinants of health. So what are the social issues on the ground that have an impact, usually negative, in the healthcare space? Dr. Nokemana, you were giving me a response. Yes, 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 but I hope you can hear me Certainly, better now. a bit better. Yes, um, I'm, I'm sorry. One of the other things that we suffer with is the low shading, and then that will affect our signal as well. Yeah, uh, that is a problem. Yes, uh, but um, as I was still saying, that, Mike, um, it's very difficult uh, with this high unemployment rate to find um, people that will have money to go. And even sometimes they go to their clinic and therefore they are referred to the next level of um, care. But due to the fact that they do not have easy access to these facilities or they might not even have money sometimes to go to the next level. So they will tend to delay that, especially if the child is not presenting with acute illness, although they are giving the warning signs of malnutrition. So now we have that. And then, um, as I was still saying, um, with the alcohol and the substance abuse and um, with the defaulting uh, uh, on treatment, patients that are already on, patient, on, on treatment, that also adds the burden on this because TV, we still know it's a collegial TV. Uh, if the mother or the father is not treated, therefore it can be passed through. But now with unemployment rate, um, they do not have money to go back to the clinic. And then you find that like people will also be complaining about the fact that like without anything to eat, these tablets, they don't want to take these tablets. So now um, it's also, you find that, as you said, that like the social issues become very health issues. Because now you find a family that um, from just not having a job to being infected with TB, now they struggle to even go back to get the treatment that they have. But now with this uh, outreach that we did, we hope that we have uh, assisted with education mm. because that is one of the other things that we wanted to assist the community there is to bring the services. Uh, that they do not have access to due to the fact that they might not be able to travel to Grey Hospital. They might not be able to travel to uh, Bishop Hospital, to uh, CNH, uh, which is a Sulemakiwani. So now the intention of the outreach was to bring these services. Um, the services that were brought on these days, um, it was um, maternal, women, child, and nutritional services. Um, that means um, that we're dealing with women that have small children or women that are pregnant or women that are non-pregnant and then we're also ascending to children. We're also not only focusing on women and children. We're also attending to acute and chronic services uh, with doctors being on site. Mm, um, very important. Uh, other things that the, the people uh, from Chichi Village that will struggle with uh, would be services such as 
eye services. It's very difficult to even look for a job if you cannot see, as you would know. But um, I want to say that with this outreach, we're able to bring eye services to the people so that they can be tested, people were tested, and people that qualify for glasses um, were also referred to the, uh, um, the next level of care. And we also brought the oral health and dental services. As we know that nutrition begins with your mouth. So we needed to bring in... But Gwanda, hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, I just realized that I've got five seconds before the ad break. We're going to take it immediately. I beg your pardon for that. We will continue after this break. Not a problem, sir. Great. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. On SAFM. We are back. We are live. We are talking all things Buffalo City, particularly healthcare in that part of the world. The guest is Dr. Gwanda Nogemana, specifically engaging the social determinants of health, the Buffalo City experience following site visits to Juju Village, Reeston. Not long from now, it will be Cambridge, all in East London and surrounding areas in advance of World AIDS Day. Of what they have done so far is to take healthcare practitioners as well as policy makers and people involved in the healthcare space and the planning and what you will, and have engaged in packaged services. One, maternal, woman, child, and nutrition services on site, engaging important data which will then inform budgeting and policy planning and things incidental thereto. Second focus, acute and chronic services with, importantly, doctors on site, which is part of what Dr. Pelo Pepper does. And perhaps on another day we should talk about the work that um, Transnet does in that regard and how it integrates with existing programs at local government and provincial and national government. Eye services, very important. Eye services and access to information, you can draw the parallels there. The fourth point, oral health and dental services. Talk to us about that as well, Dr. Nogeman. Um, we can't talk about nutrition without talking about oral health and dental services uh, because we need our mouth to, to, to eat. Um, so we felt it was really uh, a key search move for us to bring these services because um, clinics, unfortunately, the ones that they have in their ward might not have uh, these oral health and dental services. So we are happy to report that it was a successful um, in Juju and then as well in the, in the Western as well. Um, but um, we also felt that it is important to also coming up to the World East Day to also bring the TB and the HIV services. Um, and then we were lucky to have mobile church exchange as well. For those that um, we suspect they could have TB, as I've said, that it is very important to... Unfortunately, we still have a pandemic of uh, TB in our communities, more especially with poor social economic status. So we brought those services um, to GQ and Western. And um, we were also joined by SASA and Home Affairs. Uh, as you have mentioned as well, because these are social uh, issues that we have as well. So without um, having stakeholders such as SASA to assist with um, your social ground applications for those that qualify, and then home affairs, because you find out that these families, uh, they will have children that are not even registered, that are not even in the system, and therefore they will not be able to uh, benefit uh, from your social uh, grant 
that so far having these people coming with us to the social um, or to the average, it was very helpful because we could bring the services to the people so that we can not only focus on the health issues that they have, but we were also focusing on the social um, and, and, and the welfare um, that they might be facing as well. Let's talk about this. This is important. Um, this is effectively the health department in the environment. But really, this is an opportunity as well. It's a constitutional injunction, ultimately, for cooperative governance. I mean, health on its own cannot make inroads if it doesn't engage with the social issues, if it doesn't engage the education issues. And if you're talking about economic activity, high unemployment, it then becomes a conversation with labor and potentially, certainly, small business. In other words, the, the, the government configuration. Tell us how important it is for government agents, government entities, government programs to talk to each other so that the outcomes of one make for positive outcomes on the other. Or put differently, the negative outcomes of one mean just as much negative outcomes of the other. We are, after all, talking about social determinants of health. Uh, you, 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 you said it all. Um, the, the, the mistake that we do as the clinicians, uh, that is the doctors, the nurses, uh, your physiotherapists, the nutritionists, is that we also focus on the work that we do in our small corners. Um, we never given, we never give the opportunity to take a breather and lift our heads up to notice this. Uh, as I've said now, um, social development is very, very important because um, everything that we end up as health having to fix, it's something that could have been fixed by home affairs. It's something that the Department mm, of Education mm, mm. could have assisted. Uh, but now we are learning. Uh, now we are improving, but especially in the small area of King. We, we had um, sports day on the 21st of October where plus minus 13 departments were involved. So I want to say, uh, let's hope that in the near future we'll be speaking different language because now we're learning and we're seeing the importance uh, uh, that we play, the important role that we play in each other's faces. Because now we have friends in social development, we have friends in home affairs. If there is a child that is brought to us through the social workers, and then we find out that this child doesn't even have uh, a birth certificate, therefore they cannot access their uh, right full um, social grants. You know, so now we are improving, uh, but it will take some time before we get where we're supposed to be. So please continue to encourage these ambitions between the two, between the multiple organizations of um, uh, government as it is. Um, but we are learning, we're improving. Uh, it was great to have Sasa. Um, other people will not even understand how does SAPS uh, get involved with uh, health. Uh, simple example, which um, also would be, if there is a body that is brought into my casualty, I need South African police services. I cannot do anything with that body. You know, if there is a child that um, cannot hear or is not doing well at school, 
must bring that child to the health services so that that child can be placed in the right stream of education. Um, the examples are long, and I don't want to take the whole night to explain that. You don't but, have the whole uh, night, best belief. <laughs> yes, but it will be it will be fruitful, more especially for our communities, if we can, as the stakeholders of the government, understand the importance of um, playing well with each other or understanding that uh, we cannot do this on your own. And unfortunately, as Department of Health, we end up, being the last one that will have to pick up the broken pieces, so to speak, of the community. Yeah. Interesting conversation. Now, how do we package this? When, when we are now engaged at a conversational level, how do we ensure with what little infrastructure is on the ground still we can maximize? For instance, if we're talking about nutrition, I know the reality is many South African homes are destitute and the children in those homes who are reliant at least for a meal in a given day, it is for as long as the school cycle is deployed. Once the December break kicks in, we're talking about four, five, sometimes six weeks where perhaps that guarantee is taken away because it's a school holiday. So how can we galvanize society's resources at large, not governments, society's resources to a better engage social determinants of health outcomes so that we might make inroads into maternal, woman, child and nutritional services, acute and chronic service issues, eye services, oral health and dental services, DP and HIV, TB and HIV, and, and, and all of these challenges which you had to make packages available to the communities of QQ, Riston, and will soon be that of Cambridge. For the ordinary South African who has a contribution and role to play, in social development in the broadest possible term. What, from a medical or health perspective, might you say to make a social impact? Final comment. Uh, I want to say, uh, let's go back to the concept of Ubuntu, uh, where we, we understand that um, a child is not raised by the parents only. Very much, very much. Yes, sir. Um, if we can understand the responsibilities that we all have with each other, especially with the poor economy that we have, we all have very little the, the, <laughs> than when we used to have in the previous years. But uh, what I would um, ask or, or beg is to remember that um, if we can live through the spirit of Ubuntu, if we have more than enough, please just learn to share. But uh, what I can say in terms of health services, please come bring your child. They don't have to be sick. Where we can do counseling, where we can even provide nutritional supplements uh, to those that we have identified to have risk and nutrition um, that has been identified. So I want us to encourage all the children to be seen before they are sick, to be brought into the health services, especially when they're still well, so that we can assess their, their growth patterns. But um, what I can expect from each other is uh, let's go back to the spirit of Ubuntu. Let's know that like uh, the little that we have, we need to share among others. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Ubuntu has never failed. It shall never fail. We just fail to live on the principles and lifestyle dictates, if you will, of Ubuntu.
baunokimani mazenetole kuwe ne kumukulako bezempilo kwe pondo la sempumalanga kolo nindia kwenga noko mama pekwa umele noka lungsele lunde lungi emlinge neyo kubanguye ote was lungsele la eh, lengo siyabule la mshlega zomle mshle nokimani magbe kosi magbe kosi acho na yengani magbe kosi Certainly, our pleasure. Always good to have you. And for those of you who are listening, please send us stories. We 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 are not going to be everywhere all the time, and we might miss the necessary stories to be told. And it's good to speak in favorable terms and in sort of encouraging terms as to the work that is done in the periphery, if you like, of mainstream media. And so QQ Village is now being in the media and the work done by Buffalo City is important as it would be in any other municipality in the country. If you keep us honest and accountable, we certainly shall try our best. 2135, more stories after this.